Hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Fighters podcast. Today we have Shrikanth. Shrikanth is my senior from college, IIT Madras. Uh, Shrikanth has an amazing story to tell about his life. Let's welcome Shrikanth. Shrikanth was a successful entrepreneur. He's an investor. but then he has his own fair share of uh, great emotional journey uh, which he's sharing with us today hi shrikanth welcome to my podcast the fighters uh, i'm really excited to have you here uh, thank you sandeep uh, this is a small way to actually put out my experience so that other people can actually kind of uh, derive some some insights from it and actually not give up in general because things happen to people right so i'll take you back um to 88 when i was actually finishing up um my phd in computer science from university of illinois urbana champaign life was good actually um was uh, newly married uh, got a job with hp hp labs and everything was good i actually moved out to california in 1991 and in 1992 started my first startup gave up my job at informix at that time which was a six figure job and had a cool house in um, in the bay area uh, which was uh, unthinkable yeah. had a couple of lux- luxury cars like benzes and had a swimming pool in my house uh, started in my startup and then as luck would have it in 1994 when the company was just about doing well we were bootstrapping this uh, company around all the tooling around the JVM and Java space because Java was just coming up and it needed a lot of support tools in trying to manage the dynamic infrastructure okay. and um, so it was good we had a bunch of fortune 500 customers we had hp supporting us and we managed to bootstrap it without any external wow. funding and then we, suddenly my second child uh, which is my son uh, was diagnosed with some um, issue with with the heart and they took a little while to diagnose it about a week or 10 days by which time it became very serious and he was put into stanford medical uh hospital lucille packard hospital and then uh, they ruptured his heart and he went into coma and couldn't actually be revived so he basically lost all his ability to walk talk eat um see at that particular point in time and he was in coma for about a month and essentially the in, my entire life changed in a matter of 20 minutes or for us it changed in a matter of 20 minutes um and uh, he was 18 months and i was i would say 32 and usha my wife life was pixel perfect great family great business great cars and then suddenly your second child lands into coma in 20 seconds in 20 minutes oh my god yeah so every, everything happened very very quickly i mean it's still like a dream right now uh, a bad dream and i don't wish it upon anyone be it a friend or even someone who's kind of a detractor of mine uh, but uh, it was a very tough time when we had to deal with it by and i had a startup going so i had to sleep at night Mm. uh in the hospital then go during the day and tend to work thank our early employees that they they really supported me i had mm. to obviously thank my wife uh, who had taken some time off because she had a full time job with hp mm. i have to thank hp for being very supportive because without them 
we couldn't have managed yeah. and uh, this uh, this incident at the hospital lasted for 6 to 12 months because he couldn't be released and by by the time he got released he was basically confined to a wheelchair yeah. and he still is confined to a wheelchair so it was a difficult times for us as a young couple we had an older daughter it was tough on her also yeah. we had to actually move the family to india for a while so that like my daughter had a much more stable environment to grow in with my parents so i have to thank them also i have to thank a whole bunch of friends who actually supported me especially iit classmates and uh, colleagues from work and friends in the bay area especially mm-hmm. and as luck would have it uh, slowly things started to come together mm-hmm. uh, pretzel logic started to grow and eventually we were able to track some good vc funding and we were able to actually kind of exit it in 2001 uh to be a system which is not horrible and uh That's then i returned to india yeah actually it was a nine year journey it was not without its challenges mm-hmm. uh, not without its mistakes but like the nice thing is even today we have a pretzel alumni mm-hmm. and even today we have a uh, a zoom calls once a month mm-hmm. and all these guys who are there with me have had all uh, have had illustrious careers they've all gone on to become entrepreneurs on their mm-hmm. own some of them yeah. some of them are in very serious senior positions and uh, they still look back and cherish uh, the kind of experience that they had at pretzel mm-hmm. and uh, i do enjoy it and i think it's it's a great kind of look back but but if you look at it it was really really bleak at one point because even the insurance company backed out on and oh my god they, they actually yeah they they were actually they had a bill to me for a million dollars okay and i had a startup and i basically was dependent on that and uh, basically i was in a big, big hole i had to actually fight a legal battle to get them to actually cover that which which i managed to win wow. and do then i had to basically you name it every little issue uh, yeah. became a big big event uh, and uh, not many people not many people are aware of this even even my future employers at um, hcl and cognizant and uh, uh, even uh, to some extent uh, the other places where i worked uh, knew about it but they were not actually really they didn't understand the depth of uh, the impact of something like this on a person's life yeah so the whole idea was actually they assumed everything was normal mm-hmm. and build on stuff i am normal but i think it does take a toll i think so you have to basically make sure that uh, your employers and all also aware of it and sensitive to mm-hmm. it and uh, i guess it took took a while before i could actually kind of push back and say hey this is how i'm going to work and if you don't like it then i i don't wish to be part of your environment so i think that's happened now so i think i'm a little bit more flexible in that context otherwise it was basically initially uh, it would be all okay and then they'd start to kind of pile on stuff which was actually very unfair on both me as well as my wife especially for my wife they'd kind of keep on piling on stuff so eventually she had to stop working mm-hmm. and uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, kind of insensitivity uh, exhibited by employers along the way mm-hmm. which which uh, i still will not forget that easily but but net net it's been positive um, right now i derive a lot of happiness by working with uh, the startups and founders and mentoring startup companies as well as actually contributing to 
uh, various edtech causes be it iit madras or iit bhubaneswar or iit tirupati iit palghat or triple iit hyderabad or isb here in hyderabad mm-hmm. so so i think um, life has been good and continues to be mm-hmm. good but um, i can't say it was a bed of roses it was a very very tough situation it also had its impact on the marriage somehow mm-hmm. uh, we managed to stick through it which was very very important yeah. and so i have yeah. my wife to thank for it and of course i want to thank my daughter and my parents because that without their core support this wouldn't have happened and uh, over a period of time we did actually contribute in terms of ideas which was another startup and then i had a very nice run with precision systems and anand deshpande where we took that company from about 30 million dollars actually through its ipo journey which was very very nice so from that perspective from a financial perspective i don't have anything to worry about mm-hmm. so at this stage it's all about giving and helping people and just basically making sure that you don't forget your roots because after this incident mm-hmm. happened i knew that i could take life for granted anything could happen at any time mm-hmm. and that's precisely what happened on october 29 2020 i had a stroke mm-hmm. and as as we speak <laughs> i'm actually recovering from the stroke and i'm speaking to you but it doesn't deter me i think i want to move on and keep on doing whatever i can how are you and i guess well i am uh, recuperating i am actually undergoing physio mm-hmm. and i have a goal now in 2 months time to start jogging again my left side was affected uh, yeah. both in terms of walking and handling things with my left hand but uh, the goal is to actually start to run again oh my and uh, you're telling me that you got a stroke as if you got a fever <laughs> you are strong that should that is that should be your attitude right because if you kind of feel depressed and sit at home mm-hmm. then you will get depressed and given what i've been through i think i've converted and if you look at sanjeev and what happened to him to me sanjeev is is my biggest strength now i i be all feel positive because of his positive energy and we it drives us and so anything that happens to us is no big deal i, I mean i've been dealing i've been dealing with my dad who's been in and out of hospitals for the last 3 years um, with cancer and with strokes so even that doesn't deter me i've been in and out of hospitals for him and then i've been in and out of hospitals for myself this year mm-hmm. but then there is always next year and then there's always good stuff to hope for so i would kind of uh, urge everyone to kind of listen to this and move forward in their lives understood so shrikant uh, back from 1988 when life was pixel perfect then you got married then uh, your son had this problem uh, he went to coma then all these years of you know struggle on one side professionally uh, creating success or creating uh, startups which failed or i'm sure it's going to be like a, a huge roller coaster ride and then with, with the son at home uh shrikant how did you change as a person over the years like like how are you in the beginning in 1988 uh what was your attitude like was it like it is today how did the transformation happen within uh that that's a major area of focus on this podcast so i want to i want to really like you spoke about your family your support system your yeah. employer but how did you change how did you support yourself in this journey well actually so 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 let me let me actually um go back uh mm-hmm. i think from from a number of perspectives i was a little lucky i should say because uh, all my startup journeys have actually ended up being successful okay i i from that perspective i didn't have any kind of setback awesome. so that way i'm a little lucky okay 
uh but then uh, again it's not as though i didn't work hard it's not as though but sometimes uh, despite all that you may actually face a setback my setbacks were more from a personal standpoint mm. so if i go back to 1988 i was a young bright eyed kid who basically got a phd and I was looking to conquer the world mm-hmm. which to a large extent i felt i had done when i did my first startup in the valley right and okay. it was going well mm. and uh, then this thing happened and uh, essentially the reset uh, said okay listen go back to basics mm. never forget who you are mm. always help people be truthful you'll probably have to rely on a bunch of people around you to pull you out Mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened and i continue to do the same so i'm today despite where i am i'm always accessible i mm-hmm. unlike other people i don't hide behind two or three secretaries to set up appointments which i can easily do mm-hmm. uh, i don't have a formal family office to pretend as though i'm very very busy which i am <laughs> but i'm still accessible mm-hmm. i i basically uh, vowed to myself that i will still be the same shrikant who was there in 1988 i think i'm still the same if you if you go and talk to all all my friends and people who know me uh, they will know me similarly mm. and that's how mm. i want to be known mm. um i feel that uh, whatever i've achieved i've achieved because of not just me but a whole bunch of people around me and i i think i'll continue to kind of do more and more because of them right so it's basically mm. a virtuous cycle that i want to give and i will indirectly get uh, whether it's teaching a course mm. whether it's mentoring startups and um, mm. that's basically uh, how i've changed i could have easily been very very cloistered after my first couple of startups if everything was right mm. i would have continued to be in the valley probably mm. joined a couple of really cool startups and and stayed there but life was different and uh, just because it was different and challenging that, that didn't stop me so i think mm. that one one quality of mine which which is there in 1988 was i was willing to actually give anything a go without worrying about risks that is mm. still there in me the mm. second quality which i picked up in 1994 was just to be yourself and mm. be humble and basically mm. be accessible which which mm. i have continued to do so mm. and so these are the two uh, things and obviously change every negative incident into something positive that's very important can you tell tell me more on that uh, how to change every negative incident into positive So for example I mean if Sanjeev's incident was highly negative right I could have mm. been very depressed and we could have been depressed <clears throat> instead what I said to myself if he is fighting mm. and he wants to be taken care of mm. we will be there for him mm. Mm. and that created a very positive energy awesome that narrative of if he is fighting if he is going to take all the effort we are going to support him that narrative yes. has changed for you correct awesome and uh, shrikant you are very humble enough to pass on all the credit to luck or you know people around you supporting you but then shrikant can you tell me more on how to build this army of people around you who support you doesn't matter what like how to nurture those relationships number one number two is yeah. how to be lucky because you're saying you got lucky but then how to be lucky well i think i think it's basically as i said a virtuous circle mm-hmm. so uh, how do you create positive energy around you mm. you do that by surrounding yourself with positive people mm-hmm. you do that by allowing yourself to be accessible mm-hmm. you do that by providing any kind of help that they need mm. 
and very soon this circle keeps on increasing and keeps giving you a lot of energy okay mm. it doesn't happen overnight it's a slow process mm. but once it starts it never stops that's one okay very very important thing understood and uh, yeah and and uh, from a luck perspective mm. if you have positive energy mm. positive energy attracts positive energy okay mm. and negativism kind of falls off by the wayside it's almost mm. like a natural filter mm. and positivism attracts positive energy and then you're able to actually leverage that mm. some people call it luck some people call it kind of uh, competence mm. i would say it's a combination of the two right i mean there has to be an opportunity mm. and there has to be the right kind of context mm. so that is what i would say is luck but like i think the rest of it is your own ability and competence mm. and you can easily become very haughty you can become very egotistic i don't have those attributes uh, anymore maybe i had a little bit of that in 1991 92 but like i'm completely released of that and also mm. i don't have any attachment to wealth even though there is plenty here now with me mm. Mm. don't really care about it okay i still like my simple veggie food for the most part mm-hmm. that's it yeah and i lead my life i mean it's not as though i've got a host of cars also now i th- i think i look at a car as just being functional from point a to point b obviously with with the stroke i can't drive anymore so i'll have to probably get myself a driver okay mm-hmm. and uh, so a few things will change now because i may need someone to help me with my calls with my recordings and things like that mainly because i, I will have a slight physical handicap for some time mm. but i will never change fundamentally right shrikant i i am really curious about sanjeev uh when he was 18 months old he went through this coma and this huge medical care process and since then uh, you know i mean there is some kind of bond obviously he is your son and then you share a special relationship that is given but then the, the, i mean every father and son relationship is, is unique in its own way and in your in your case Uh, even though he is the one who is fighting and you are the one who is supporting him unconditionally along the way i am sure that bond has changed you that, that that is a source of strength for you right can you tell me more on you know that bond in a sense how do how did that bond sort of impact you or how do you relate to sanjeev uh, you know that's a no, as i told you as i told you it, it the first couple of years was very hard we used to always think why did it happen to us why why did this happen to Uh, why did doctors do this we started actually you go through this whole blame game anger despair hope and all that right right so we went through all of those things we kind of sought some counseling from outside and all ultimately we realized i mean if this guy is fighting it and he is our own child okay mm. we have to amplify that in our lives so that's exactly what we started to do we made him the center of our lives and he continues mm. to be that and he continues to give us energy every day just like mm. the sun rising right and uh, we derive a lot of positive energy from that mm. and uh, even if him kind of shouting a little bit or uh, asking for something whatever it's it's nice i mean it's good to have him around now uh, he's become part of our life and a very positive part of our life okay uh, so i i i think uh, how should i put it i mean it's not just discreetly that it changed but it kind of kept building up building up building up but as i said i think you have to view life positively if you view life negatively nothing will happen 
okay awesome. you will actually yeah. get into uh, basically a loop which is negative which is uh, despairing and it will actually change you as a person to be someone you don't like okay yeah so i don't want uh, that to happen to anyone i have seen a lot of startup founders i've seen a lot of execs who basically think that they are god's gift to mankind and they become very isolated mm-hmm. it's not a good place to be it's not mm-hmm. never a good place and mm-hmm. i i can tell you that like some of them are pretty lonely up there okay despite mm-hmm. whatever they might have on paper mm-hmm. right so uh i think it's basically this this relationships around you the positivity and how much you're available to them how much they are available to you and this whole uh, happiness you build within these relationships which you unlock whenever yeah. you want to right that's wealth that is wealth and and also it's a lot a lot about being mutually respectful right i'm equally respectful to my bosses ex bosses seniors that i've learned from i'm equally respectful to young uh entrepreneurs young students whom i've taught mm-hmm. i think that's very important i don't distinguish between the two to the extent possible mm-hmm. obviously I'm one person i have only so many, so so much time in a day so i do sequence mm-hmm. things out okay so but otherwise mm-hmm. otherwise yeah i mean it's is basically everyone has access to me awesome so what do you look forward to shrikant what is the next innings for you after your stroke that's the idea i don't look at life as innings i think uh, for me it's a continu- it's a continuum and i'll continue to do what i'm doing right now it's it's a perfect segue for me after my corporate life i spent 2 years 3 years teaching then i I've become an investor i'll continue to do both those things teach a little bit and continue to invest and mentor startups i think it'll continue on for a few more years till I basically feel tired and then basically sp- start spending more time writing some stuff or whatever hopefully having stuff written because I don't know whether I, I can write myself at that point but like maybe if we have enough technology where I can actually transcribe stuff like we are doing right now with this podcast then we can actually uh, convert it into an ebook because I'm sure uh, there's enough technology I think when I started off with my PhD which was in AI in 1988 uh, NLP and machine learning were just happening today it's like mm-hmm. ubiquitous which is damn good and i want to see mm-hmm. more and more tech show up right in our lives awesome awesome i think you're so excited about tech the possibilities around it and then that's the reason you're investing you're an entrepreneur in the in the same space and that's great so uh, i'm looking forward to your story how it unfolds in the like you said as a continuum of what you already do uh, thanks for uh, being on my podcast shrikant uh i'm really excited about how people are going to receive this thank Great. you sandeep uh, and it's thanks to you and people like you from iid madras who are my juniors you should continue to kind of hold the torch get more active because you yourself in, at at some level are an entrepreneur so hopefully yeah. uh you can continue to kind of uh, count on me for support and vice versa yeah. feel free to access me and uh, feel free to actually spread this message Um uh, thank you thank very you. much for having me on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you Shrikant. Bye.